Hey, gorgeous people. This is the Ace Your Life Show, and I'm your host, Amy Elkman. I'm here to bring a little sunshine into your life every time you listen. Isn't it time to stop waiting for people to read your mind to be happy? I can't wait to share some really funny stories, some interviews, and some favorite things to give you an instant jolt of joy. Don't you deserve that? This podcast is about choosing to feel good, laughing your face off, learning some cool stuff, and figuring out how to ace your life. So go grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. What's up, you sexy, gorgeous people? It's me, Amy, and it's summer, and I am on day seven of my antibiotics. I'm getting better every day. I will try not to cough. I promise. Um, I feel pretty much completely normal now, but I know I don't sound exactly my chipper self, but I am so excited to record this podcast because this has been a long time coming. And also I feel like the last week and a half has really just been the medicine that I needed to get my ass on track, basically. Um, but before I get into that, which I'm dying to get into because I mean, I even just took a walk and I was like going through all the things I wanted to share with you. I hope I don't forget anything. First, I want to talk about my favorite things because we haven't done this in a while. And this is one of my favorite things is to share favorite things. So my first favorite thing, oh gosh, I have so many. So let me just break it down to three. Number one, when I was sick with typhoid Mary and I could barely lift my head off the pillow, I watched the show Queen Charlotte, and it's a spinoff of the Bridgerton show. Um, I don't know if you're into period drama, but I got to tell you, this is the best show. It is. It hits all the pain points. It's like, it's beautiful. It's sexy. It's smart. It's, you know, it can be funny, but it also is the most beautiful love story and sometimes you just need to check out and watch something like that. It's only six episodes. So it goes by, well, you know, and a really quick illness <laughs> basically. But, um, oh my God, I love that show. Queen Charlotte. I'll tag it in the show notes, of course. And then, um, my second one is I have kind of just started deciding to eat what feels good because that's what this whole podcast is about just doing what feels good and one of my favorite things right now since the kids have been gone and we've been kind of like eating out a lot because it's just two of us um we have this shop this place called the chop shop that's one of my favorite little restaurants and we used to go there for lunch all the time but they also have acai bowls and um but my favorite thing there is this coconut chia pudding and it is so good you add a scoop of protein and then it's got like um bananas and coconut shavings and you can get gluten-free granola and it is like the best breakfast and it fills you up in fact i'm gonna go do this after the podcast i'm gonna go get myself one because i'm getting out of this house y'all i'm getting out of the house so that's good 
Um, the chop shop. I'll tag it in the show notes, of course. And then my third thing is something that some friends of ours suggested that we watch. And so Scott and I like to, you know, go hard all day long. And then after dinner, I take a bath and then we watch a show every single night. We just kind of unwind and watch a show. And lately we've been not having anything good to watch, but someone suggested this show. It's called afterlife and it's with Ricky Gervais, who I love. And y'all this show, I mean, it is so good. It is all about what I'm going to talk about again today being in the moment, being vulnerable, being kind to other people and how good that makes you feel. And just, I mean, it is about loss. So just get ready. Um, it can be triggering. And in fact, I cried my eyes out a lot, probably every episode, but in a good way and like, a, you know, in a feel good way, not necessarily in a totally depressing way. Now it is about his, his wife dies. So the whole thing is about how he gets on after his wife dies. And it's just this cute little town in England and it's just so precious. And the people are also quirky and weird and nasty and funny. And oh my God, there's this lovable prostitute that will just, I mean, she melts your heart. It's so good. So anyway, um, Afterlife by Ricky Gervais, and I will tag it in the show notes. It's done. I think it was three seasons. They're like the quickest episodes. I think they're 20 minutes long. They're so quick. So go check it out. All right. So on to the main event. Here we go. I, you know how somebody can tell you something 482 times, and then on the 483rd time, it finally sinks in. Or maybe it's like they say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Look, I've been doing this work for five years, minimum. I've been reading all the books. I've been doing all the coaching seminars. I've paid a lot of money to be in these mastermind groups where all these women were high vibe and just bring our levels up and all this shit. And it's amazing. I mean, I have loved every second of it. But for some reason, this week, with this latest thing that I went through getting so sick when I was by myself and da, da, da. Um, I don't know. It's had a very profound effect on me. And let me tell you what I mean by that. One of my favorite mentors, I was just listening to her podcast today. She does these little minisodes, Kathy Heller. She's amazing. And she told a story about a friend of hers who said, he lives by the number 1,440. I don't know if any of you know what that is, but that is how many minutes are in the day. And I can't believe I didn't know this, but I don't, I didn't. And he told a story about how he went to get coffee and he was in a rush and he was on a way to a meeting and he was running late for the meeting. And he is leaving the coffee shop and he sees a man who has braces on both of his legs and his shoes were untied. And he's like, you know, I had my hands full. I was in a hurry. He goes, but because I live my life one minute at a time, I set down the coffee. I reached down, I tied his shoes and I left. And I thought, oh my God, how many people would just 
rush on by, never see that, never help them, never help that man who couldn't tie his own shoes. And what a gift, what a just, what a, what a way to live, right? Like, why are we always rushing around from one thing to the next? What are we rushing around for? And the more I think about this, the more it breaks my heart of times when I was working or like, you know, when one of my kids was like, oh, will you help me do this? And I'm like, no, I'm working. I can't. And look, there's boundaries and all that. I get it. But sometimes it can be an excuse, right? Like, oh, I'm just so busy. I don't have time to slow down and like, call your mom or I know my, my parent, my family is always telling me, Oh my gosh, you're always in such a hurry. You're always in, you know, so busy, so busy, so busy for what? So we can die one day and say we were really fucking busy. Like, what is the point in that? So when I got sick last week, I really did some deep diving into how I was living my life and you know, maybe that's a little dramatic, but I don't care. This is my life. I can do what I want. <laughs> and um, because I don't like to be sick and I'm doing all these things to make myself healthy. So what happened? Now, maybe I caught a virus, but I really feel like people don't get sick unless they're misaligned. And I was definitely misaligned. I mean, I did a podcast two weeks ago about how misaligned I was. So I was telling myself that I was misaligned and I didn't even take the cues, I guess, until I got sick. So what do you, what do you do about that? I mean, I know, and I knew that I was just doing things the wrong way. And for some reason in this fucked up society that we live in, everyone gives you gold stars for being the busiest one on the block or the you know, making the most money or hustling the hardest. I mean, I was thinking about this, like you don't see children hustling. Children just go at their own pace. Oh, look, there's a flower. I'll reach down and smell it. Oh, look, there's a doodle bug. I'm going to chase it around for 30 minutes. My kids used to chase doodle bugs everywhere. It was the cutest thing. And I was like, how is that fascinating to them? Well, because they're they're not, they're, they're engaged in the present moment. There is nothing else. They don't worry about the future. They don't worry about the past. They're like, what's going on right now? It's kind of like dogs. <laughs> I mean, dogs, every single time someone comes to my front door, they act like it's the best day of their life. Like they go attack the door. They get so excited. They may pee a little. Sometimes it's the mailman. Sometimes, by the way, I live by a school. So twice a day, they're losing their shit because they see people walk past our house. How is that exciting? It's not. But for some reason, I mean, it just blows their minds. I want to be more like a dog. There, I said it. I just want to live in the moment. Maybe it's because I'm 51. Maybe it's because I know... I'm halfway done and I need to change some things if I want to make it to 120 like I plan on. So maybe that's what this is all about, the midlife pivot. And I just want to live my life the best I can for the second half of it. I don't know. I don't really know what it's all about, but it's here and it's strong and it's happening. Like, and let me tell you another thing. 
When you decide to stop living with the hustle and stop living with the stress and the adrenaline and waking up and freaking out about your to-do list before you've even put your feet on the ground, it feels weird. It feels like you're forgetting something. It feels amazing. But the whole time I'm trying this new way of living out, I'm thinking to myself, this can't be it. It can't be this easy. It can't be this wonderful. And, you know, I even think about work and I think about like, here's another problem. I work from home. I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I'm at home a lot. And look, I have a fantastic home and I love my home and I have made it exactly the way I want it to be, which almost is to a fault because I never want to go anywhere. (laughs) And I remember when I got really sick last week, Scott was like, okay, it's time to get out of the house now. And I was like, no, no, I can't. I just don't want to go anywhere. Now I was sick, but I never want to go anywhere, period. I want to order my groceries in. I want to order things online. I want to buy clothes online. I don't want to go to the mall. I used to love going to the mall and just walking around. Even if I didn't buy anything every Friday when my kids were little and they were all in school and the little ones were in pre whatever. And I would have a Friday. I would get a big coffee and I would just walk around the mall. I didn't even necessarily buy anything. I just, it was just like fun. I don't know. It just brought me joy. I have stopped doing that. Now, COVID had a lot to do with a lot of this. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest. That is a lot of why, not because I'm afraid I'm going to get sick. I mean, shit, I'm busy doing that on my own. I've had COVID. It's it's fine. It's not that. It's just that it made everything so easy to not ever leave your house. We order food in. We have Amazon. Um we have a pool. We don't even have to go to the pool. I used to love taking my kids to the local pool over here and it just brought me so much joy and I would just sit there and watch them swim and get a nice tea or a salad and it was just like an outing. I don't do that stuff anymore. Well, first of all, I don't have little kids who like to swim anymore, but also I just I just don't do it. We were even talking about this last night. My husband was like, didn't you just love going to the pool when they were little? And I was like, I did. It was like my favorite thing to do every day. I don't even remember the last time I went to the pool. And that's so sad. That was something that I really, really enjoyed. Why? Why? Just because I don't have little kids swimming around. Like, why does everything we do have to be tied to an activity that's better for people? In other words, like, why can't I just go take a walk to take a walk? Why do I have to take a walk to walk my dog so that they'll have energy and they'll get their energy out and they'll exercise and then I'll have checked that off the list? Why does everything have to tie that back to my to-do list, bettering my family, bettering my home, bettering my body, bettering my business? Why can't we just do things for fun? Like, when did we stop doing that? I'll tell you when, when you became an adult. Because you thought, oh, well, now everything has to have a reason. And the funny thing is, like, when my kids were really little, and I had three under the age of six, so they were, it was busy. And I was a stay-at-home mom. I did have my real estate license, but I would probably sell one house a year. So let's be clear. I was not working outside of the home at all. 
until probably 10 years ago when they all got in school and, you know, I started doing it more often. But so when other people are creating your life for you and telling you what to do every day, I mean, you can't just like, oh, I think I'll go for a walk now when you've got a newborn and a three-year-old and a six-year-old and they're all wanting your attention and you have to take them places and you have to take them to the doctor and you have to like create a life for them and feed them and diaper them and teach them how to sleep through the night and all these things that you have to do. Someone else is holding the reins of your life and they are children. So for years, that's what we do when we're moms. And when you have more than one, even when if you just have one, it doesn't matter. They rule your life almost worse when you only have one, because then you like throw everything into that one kid. But that's, what's interesting about the age that I am right now, because two of my kids have flown the coop. I mean, yes, I'm still their mother and they're in college and that's great but I don't see them every day. I'm not like putting diapers on them and feeding them and making sure that they're alive all day long. I only have one at home for that. And basically he's gone to school almost all day long. So when you get to be, the kids start to grow up, your shift starts to change. Okay. Well now I'm not raising little babies. Their livelihood does not depend on my every day. Now, what do I do with my time? So I threw myself into work. I started working with Scott more. I started bookkeeping. I started doing more real estate stuff. And that's a slippery slope because it starts to make you feel pretty good. Like, oh, I can earn money for the same amount of effort as what I was doing for free with these kids. Right? And then I can go buy a handbag or I, we can have better vacations or we can, you know, go out to dinner more often. So it's a little bit of a slippery slope because no one is depending on my income. Let's be clear. If we were depending on my income, we'd be in a ton of trouble because <laughs> I don't make enough to do that. But my husband God bless him. And I've helped him. So let's, I mean, I'm, I'm taking credit for that too, but he has built a business that has been so amazing and he, you know, doesn't have to work a nine to five. He works for himself. We work for ourselves and it's great because we don't have to advertise, you know, people call us and it's, it's awesome. We get to flip houses when we want to. I'm a realtor. I can find them. It's a whole thing. It's wonderful. But also it can lead to burnout. And I think that's what has been happening to me is that I have been caught up in such a whirlwind of do, 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 not be, 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 be. And I've looked back on all of the, my biggest accomplishments as a realtor and my biggest deals and my most wonderful clients None of them came from me hustling. They came from, I'm sitting next to somebody at lunch and they overhear me talking about a lot that I just found out about. Or, you know, I reached out to a friend and said, oh, I heard about this house that's coming on the market. Do you know anybody who might be interested? It's not been from me making a reel a day on Instagram. It's not been from me 
door knocking or sending out postcards or mailers or any of that. It just hasn't. And that's the way I like it. I am a people person. I don't, I'm not, I'm not into like return on investment. I don't want to say, oh, I put in this much money in mailers and so I should get this many clients and then I treat them like a number and I churn them out and I just do it as fast as I can and make as much money as I can. That's not at all what I'm about. I'm a people person. I want to help people. I want to help people fix their houses up and live in their dream house. I want to help people to find a new house if they're looking for a new house to move. I want to help them sell the houses that they've loved and find someone that loves it just as much as they did to make them feel good about that. That is what I'm all about. And when I'm doing that work, there's nothing better. But I got caught up in the return on investment. I got caught up in the, oh, well, you know, I mean, let's be clear. Real estate is shit right now. Interest rates are high, according to everyone, just because you're comparing it to 2020. But that's fine. I understand. If you're sitting at home and you've got a 3% interest rate on your mortgage, you're not going to go out and buy a new house with a 7% interest rate. You may as well just stay where you are, which is why my husband's remodeling business is flourishing because people are like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to fix up my kitchen and love the house I'm in. Look, I've done the same thing with my own home. I love it. I love everything about my house. We have one tiny little area of our house that hasn't been touched. Everything else literally has been changed out since we've been here in 13 years. And I love it. I love it. It's, it's my dream home. It really is. And now I just want to enjoy it. Like, Maybe it's because I'm in my fifties. Maybe it's because I, you know, 10 years ago I had more energy than the Energizer Bunny and I still have a lot of energy. It's not like I'm saying my life is over, but I just don't want to do that like I used to. I just want to enjoy people. I just want to enjoy my work. I want to enjoy podcasting. I love talking to y'all. I do because it's, Something that I love to do. I love to tell stories. I love to help people to feel better. And I've done so much of this on my own. I just want to share it with people. So where am I going with all this? This is what I want you to do. Because if you're feeling like I was feeling a couple of weeks ago, you're running on empty and you're going to crash. You're going to get sick. Or, you're, or something worse is going to happen. You're going to do a car accident or, you know, I mean, you trip and fall. I don't know. I mean, it can be anything because we're so distracted hustling that we forget to take care of ourselves. So here's what I want you to do. And this is what I've done. Number one, I want you to get really still for as long as you can. 30 seconds, 45 seconds, two minutes. I mean, if you can do 10 minutes, then you're a rock star because it is so hard to shut that brain down and calm down and breathe and not be stimulated. It is like one of the hardest things in the year 2023 that people can do. But if you can do that, whoo, just wait, just hang on, baby, because it's going to get good. So the first thing I want you to do is get really still and just kind of listen. You're never going to turn your brain off. So don't even try. 
One thing you can do when I was first started meditating is the five senses where you go through all your five senses and you say, okay, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? What do I taste? And what am I touching? And you go through those five things just to kind of calm yourself down. It might, that might be all you do is just get, get really still, do the five senses and then stop and give yourself a break. It's very hard to do, but it is, I'm just telling you, it's, it's worth everything. I do it twice a day. I cannot imagine life without it. I would be a nut job. So once you get still and quiet and you've just kind of sat there for a minute, think about this. What do I want to focus on? Do I want to focus on my to-do list and running around and taking care of everyone's needs? Or do I want to just be in the moment? Do I want to just see what can happen? I want to see how much fun I can have in this moment or this day and look around, look around. I went for a walk today with no earphones and I just looked around and I saw flowers. I saw people. I talked to people. Usually I got my earbuds in my head down and I am going, I might even be texting or doing some work. I mean, that is just the saddest thing. How about we just stop doing that. And we just go for a walk and look around. So if you can't get still, maybe go take a five minute walk and look and see what you see. Don't bring your phone. You might feel like your leg is cut off, but just don't bring your phone. See what happens. I'm telling you, this is where the magic is. We think the magic is that when we hustle and bustle and get all the strategies in place to figure out how to make the million dollars or buy the beach house or the new car or put our kids in these fancy schools. By the way, your kids don't even want to be in fancy schools. So just stop that right now. They just want to go to school and have a college experience. They want to go to football games. They want to get drunk. They want to meet people. They just want to have fun and get a college degree. That's it. They, they don't need to be like stressed to the max about the ACT and what school they're going to be in. And nobody, no, ain't nobody got time for that. So stop all that business right now. Okay. So what do you want to focus on? Make a list. Cause if you're a perfectionist overachiever like me, you're going to want to make a list because you're going to have to check it off. Right? So make a list, make a list of all the things that you want to focus on to do. I did this two weeks ago. It was ridiculous. It was stupid. It was too many. It was way too many. It was like 50 things. It was so dumb. And I thought, wait a minute, why am I doing all this? Is this fun? Is this how I want to live? So make a list and then pick one thing. Just pick one thing and that's it. If it's your kids, that's it. If it's your health, that's it. Mine is to feel good. It's all encompassing. So every day I wake up, I say my prayers. I thank God for everything I have before I even put my feet on the ground. I go have some coffee with my honey and then I meditate. And then who knows? We'll just see. 
I'm tired of making the to-do list and cramming my day full of, uh, I'll tell you another thing. You're never going to figure out, you're never going to get the best planner that's going to organize your life so beautifully. I used to buy, I mean, if you could see how many planners I have, you would die. It is so stupid. I think I have 10 planners just for the year 2023. It's an illness. I know. I don't even want to have a planner anymore. Now, I got to put shit in my phone for appointments, obviously. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to like burn my bra and walk around naked all day. But I do want to focus on being in the moment and not be a slave to what I have to do all day long. Or filling my day with calls and coaching and I mean, I can't even tell you how many programs I've bought to teach me the strategy for real. I know how to sell real estate. I know how to help people. I don't need anybody to tell me how to do that. But I thought I did. And that has been a big eye opener for me. I've been doing this for 18 years. I don't need strategy. I don't need to make a fool out of myself on Instagram all day long. Now, if I want to get on Instagram, which I do, I love talking to everybody and like, talking about what's going on and talking about houses that are coming up and showing the work that we do. Yeah, that's, that shit's awesome. Like that's fun, but I want everything to be fun. Period. End of story. So this, my friends is where the magic is. This is where, because when you make the money and you buy the house and you buy the beach house, all you're looking for is that feeling. You can have that feeling today. You don't have to wait to do all these things and wear yourself slick and be 80 years old and have nothing to show except a bunch of shit that you're not even gonna be able to take with you. How about being happy? How about having good moments with your family and your friends and laughing? That's what I want. That's what I'm going for. I'm going to keep you posted. So let me know what you think about this episode. I'm going to call this one Ace Your Focus because I think we're just focusing on all the wrong things. And let's try focusing on some mother, well, I almost said it, some fucking fun with a capital FU. Yeah? You like that? Thank you for listening. I hope this wasn't too big of a rant. Oh my God. Oh Lord, I'm at 30 minutes. I never go that long. I hope you enjoyed this and please share it with a friend. There are so many of us who are living our life like this. And when you start changing the way that you do things, it's going to feel really weird. It's going to feel really weird. You're going to feel like, oh, am I lazy now? Am I not doing what I'm supposed to be doing? How am I going to get everything done? How? Guess what you always do? You always get it done. If you have a day to do it, you always get it done. And I've always compared. Oh, that's the other one. Good Lord. I forgot to put that in my list. Put down the comparison. And I am telling myself this. Trust me. That is the worst. That is the thief of joy. Because nobody's going to do me like me. Nobody's going to do you like you. Nobody is. You can't possibly have someone else's life. It's impossible. I have been comparing myself for the last five months to this one realtor who is 29 years old, 
She has two very young children. She lives in a completely different part of the country as me, and she is slaying it. And I watch her and I try to do what she does. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I'm not there. When I was 29, I I hadn't even had my first baby yet. So you know what? We all have to do what we have to do. Put your mother fucking blinders on. Just go do you. Shut down all that noise. Just shut it down. Another thing that's helped me this week is decluttering. And I used to think that that was like some kind of bad thing that I did, like always getting rid of everything, like a binge and a purge. But really, I'm realizing that it is one of the best things that I can do because it makes space. It makes space for time, for laughter, for me to cook a meal. It makes space for me to find things so that when I go places, it doesn't take me 10 times the amount of time. It makes space for me to run our business more efficiently. I just threw out an entire filing cabinet that was full of crap. I just brought it out to the curb this morning. That was the best feeling. First of all, it was ugly. It was this big, black, nasty 25-year-old filing cabinet from like when Scott was a recruiter. And we we took it from one of his jobs and it has carried it everywhere. Oh my God, it is so ugly. It just had a bunch of crap in it. I was like, why? Why is this in my house? This is a time suck and this is an eyesore. I only want beautiful, bougie, time-saving things around me. That's it. And when I say bougie, I don't mean bougie like expensive. Maybe expensive if that's what I really want. But I just want rich, like life rich, like things that make me feel expansive and rich and taken care of and organized and happy and joyful and light. I want to do everything with ease and effortlessness. It's all about energy, y'all. Everything is energy. Everything in your life. You know when you run across those people and they are such assholes and they are running around like a chicken with their head cut off? Yes, that was probably me most of my life, the last 25 years. But, (coughs) sorry, only one cough. I'm done with that. Done with that noise. No mas. And look, I've, I've done some things in my life to make this more my way, but I realized that I had a long way to go. And so maybe I'll have to listen to this every week. Maybe it'll be something that I have to remind myself of every day, but isn't it worth it? Won't it be worth it to just feel good and feel better and not be a slave to your to-do list and your calendar and your dings on your phone and social media? Look, I love social media. Some of my favorite people put some awesome shit out there that makes me feel great every day. I love podcasts. I love listening to books on Audible. I love all these things. They have made my life so rich and so much better. I just don't want that to be it. I want it to be rich with human beings with life experiences, with adventures and magic 
Oh, I can't wait to see all the magic unfold with this new way of living. I'm going to keep you posted on all of this. I will tell you this. In the last week, we had someone, I've had three things happen. I went to go buy my friend a gift. When I did, the store said, oh, you have a $25 credit. Do you want to use that? Sure. The next day, I went to go get breakfast with Scott, and they said, you have a $20 credit at this at the chop shop because they have like a little point system. I was like, sweet. Oh, and another thing that happened. My daughter's in Rome and she's flying home and she wanted to change her flight because all her friends are on an earlier flight and she was going to have to stay at the airport all day. So I was like, okay, let me see what I can do. Old Amy would have been like, oh, well, this is never going to work. I'm going to have to pay a change fee and it's going to be more expensive. So I wouldn't even try normally. I would just assume that it was going to be a disaster. But I was like, you know what? Let's just see. Got on American. Guess what? Not only did they not charge her a change fee, they sent us, I can't even, I still am baffled by this, $990 back. Because I guess the first flight was so much more expensive than the second. Now this is international and yes, they are crazy expensive. So go ahead and pick your draw up off the, <laughs> but we just got a thousand dollar credit for changing her flight to the one that she wanted to be on. And not only that, she is now sitting next to one of her best friends that she met on the study abroad in Rome and they get to sit by each other. Cause I was like, Oh, it's only going to be middle seats. But guess what? That middle seat is right by her best friend. So she gets to fly home 10 hours sitting next to one of her friends. And we just got a thousand dollar credit. What? Y'all, I cannot make this shit up. I'm going to keep you posted on all of this. Oh, another thing happened. My husband and I, it's our 25th wedding anniversary this year. And travel, like I've said before, stresses me out. So I was like, what, what, what's going to happen? How are we going to, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? And I don't like to plan it. A friend of ours called and said, hey, I've got this fabulous place in Anguilla. I want to gift it to you for free for a week. So we booked the flights and we're going. Oh my God. We get to go stay at the Four Seasons in Anguilla. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? For free. Now you don't think that has something to do with the way that I've been living. I'm sorry. I think it does. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I think it has to do with opening yourself up to stop being such a nut job and running around like a crazy person and being mad at life. So I'll keep you posted. I'm going to share with you my things that have happened that have been off the wall crazy. And we'll just, we'll just see if that's what's happening here. I'm excited. It's going to be an exciting experiment. Anyway, hope you have a wonderful day. Please share with this with a friend. Sorry it's so long, but maybe it'll be worth it and it'll make you feel better. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hi, y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? 
Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in that has a giant island with Carrera marble and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook? Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous and he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.